We are back once again with a somewhat legendary episode, I would say, of Dark Insight because one game to rule them all. No, we're going to talk about the game that we never thought was coming. The Messiah, the second coming of Christ, has arrived. This is the Death Stranded episode. No, um, it'll be mentioned in it, but um, I'll be your host this evening in this descent through... Trying to be a mixture of a postman and a telephone operator um, as we try to connect ourselves across the internet to bring you the delights. I am joined again by the one and only partner in crime, the only man who I've been able to make a strong thread with, Mr. Vader Van Oden from all the way across the other side of the world. I am here. Good evening. How Sleeping are you? Over the cryo network or whatever it's called. <laughs> Yes, eating wee floating bugs, because, you know, it's what we do. The sustain us. But, um, yeah, um, there will be much chat. No spoilers, I believe, because we're not even that far in, or do we even know what we're doing? That's up for discussion as well. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there'll be a a healthy discussion on it, I think, from the both of us, because we've both been in... uh, We've, we've both been playing it. I ain't going to tag it with and enjoying or uh, whatever. We'll just say we've been playing it and we'll talk about it later. But, first off, the most important way of all, if you've been listening the least a couple of months, you know there's a big thing that always opens the cast, and that is Ruggers. And it's finished the World Cup. Didn't go the way we both hoped it would go. England still got humped. Happy faces on all <laughs> the children. Heavy. So what did you think of the kind of... We, we, we kind of last talked just before the semi-finals, wasn't it? We were kind of... Yes. I'm sure it was the Wales-Australia Wales, match. Wales-South Africa match and New yeah, Zealand-England match. Mm-hmm. And then we had the carnage that came. Yeah. Um, I had Wales didn't have been the final, didn't I? But... Yeah, anybody but England to win, I was happy, but it was uh, it was really annoying because I know the All Blacks put up a hell of a good show against the uh, Wales for the runner-up spot. Yes, they and did. I for... felt it was uh, it was kind of like yeah, we uh, we kind of took a back seat and uh, we're kind of like we'll bring the A game for the last one. It's kind of like could you not do that like one match before, guys? Like, come on, just it is a shame. Before. But that's the thing, and when you do, when you're in um, do or die rugby or like to- any tournament, sports tournament, it's if you have an off off week, it's you're out, and that's unfortunately what happened. Uh, mm. The All Blacks they tried some new combinations to take risks, and those risks didn't pay off, and they went to more of their stable players in the last game, and it paid off. And so yeah, the last game was playing for third, unfortunately, and so they became third of the World Cup. It's an interesting one. It's because South South Africa won, 
um, which is cool in its own right. Um, well, they're one of the major powers in the sport because that's what I've seen the guys at my work. I was saying, to be fair, they, they are they were still are kind of a major one of the major cornerstones you'd say in world rugby. You know what I mean? Beyond the yes. kind of Six Nations teams, you know. The interesting thing is the All Blacks beat South Africa in the pool tournament before the mm. the finals. So don't it, don't it, don't don't hang on what could have been. Trust me, you'll, it's you'll hard no, to say. You'll never swoop. Yeah, you'll never swoop again. Yeah, but it's it's the way the good old classic. It's the way the rugby ball bounces. <laughs> mm. It's a game of two halves. Um, for those who don't know, those are like huge cliche like captain speeches after the game. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> going to say, are we going to fit in any more analogies here in sporting terms? You know what I mean? Robin's racing. I don't know what that's good to but Robin is racing. Um, yeah. <laughs> any but given it, Sunday, you know. Just, it was a good World Cup all in all. Uh, it was. Uh, it's a rugby World Cup of first. I mentioned last time, it was the first time an Asian team has got to the finals, the uh, mm. knockout round with Japan. And it's the first time, I believe, um, a black African captain has uh, led a team to victory, which is which is really cool for diversity and for uh, you know mm-hmm. for South Africa as a nation, um, which has struggled with turmoil over its history, uh, to be mm-hmm. brought together of something as stupid as rugby or stupid as sport to be brought together is it's it's a good thing. There's positive in the world, which is nice. Mm-hmm. You say it's stupid, but we're sitting here talking about video games, you know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> so, so, it's all about perspective and relativity, you know what I mean? Would you rather, well, I was going to say football, then, but would you rather go and stand in a, 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 a rain-soaked Fur Park, you're going to go, where's Fur Park? Fur Park's a stadium in Scotland, watching two mediocre cack teams playing out, eating a cold pie, or would you rather sit in front of a big telly, pretend to be a kind of weird-ass postman? It's all about <laughs> perspective, you know what I mean? <laughs> That, this is true. This is true. Uh, that kind of also somewhat segues us to one of our other uh, news things. I'm going to jump to our bullet point two because of that. Because oh. it is about perspective. Um, China is banning children from late night gaming and from playing more than, I think, 90 minutes a day. Controversial. Many yeah. online titles, free to play online titles, will be crying their hearts out. Because I know you're kind of. <laughs> I know well, I know Call of Duty online was uh, uh, China, My, I think that was only in China, it was one of the, it still strands as one of the weirdest games I've seen advertised, because they had Chris Evans, Captain America, in the advert fighting with all these Chinese guys, like you know how they do the live action ones, Yep. and I'm like, why not just get like a massive superstar in China to be the kind of major star instead of like, oh by the way, where's Captain America? <laughs> it's weird. And I know yeah. PUBG's massive in China, and um, no doubt Hearthstone and all that jazz as well, you know what I mean? Because I know they are quite... It seems to be anything that's free is massive in Asia. Free is good. Free is good, but, um, it's done right. Yeah, it's an interesting one, because too much gaming can be bad, but I... I, I no, it can't! But not... I, I'm opposed... Well, if it's if, it, if your actual life, if you're not changing your underwear for for the sake of gaming, then there's something wrong. <laughs> just just uh, smelly, then you know what I mean. Smelly person. But I always <laughs> I always have an issue because I think the way society is like if you anything new, gaming's the new hobby. Whereas if someone comes, boogeyman. Like if you go to work on Monday and and you and you ask someone, oh, what did you do on the weekend? And they said, oh, you know, I had a great afternoon. I spent like all Sunday afternoon reading a good book. 
And it, people would be like, oh, wow, that's awesome, you know? Tell me about the book. Whereas if I went if I went to work and someone asked me and I said, oh, I spent all Sunday afternoon playing a game, they'd be like, oh, okay. And that was a waste of time. And, the, and you, people oh, feel that it's a waste of time. I, I go and I go, what did you do? We kind of went, I killed hordes of insurgents. And then they're kind of like, yeah, you're going to probably come in here with a semi-assault rifle and massacre us all. I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. You know what I mean? Just because I like gunning down super Nazi alien super soldiers doesn't mean I'm going to kill my colleagues. You know what I mean? It's like, well, this exactly. is the whole thing, you know? It's, perce- but- it's perception, as you said. That's why I thought it was a good segue, is that... Um, Every, everything we do is a, is a time waster like the, everyone has a hobby that is a time waster it's just video games get the brunt of the the controversy um it's because it's the new it's the new hobby it's it's mm. relatively new compared to books and movies whereas what i i would actually argue that playing a game for, th- for three hours <laughs> is better than watching a movie for three hours because you're actually interacting with something and it, you're actually giving feedback to it rather than just being addressed with the story you're actually involved mm. with the story well but, I, I, i'm going to talk about a game later on that, that i'm going to come back to this point that you're making here because there are elements of what we're discussing here which have implemented in my life this week i know it's shocking but um yeah it's 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 it's, it's all about kind of like how it's handled and stuff and that and you're right and it's a case of i don't think state ownership is the way forward no because uh, uh, it's history has shown us when uh, authorities and overpowering forces try to stop the masses, the masses generally don't take it, revolt and try and burn the place down. No saying, look at Hong Kong, but you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah. you know, it's kind of, you know, maybe. And, and it is an interesting situation because China is a very different culture in country set up than we it's have communist state it's exactly kind of so but it I, it, it, it all should come down to the parents being able to manage it more so than the, the government stepping in um but then they're it, a country where they man they they, they, they they mandatorily put on childbirth and stuff you know what i mean like you don't yeah they're limiting families to one child per family and stuff didn't they and all that and it's a gray area i'd say you know what i mean yeah but then it's also the place where people have been found dead inside internet cafes who have been playing for like two or three days straight. Which, oh, yeah. which is, is crazy. Weird as well. Because I know myself, like I can gun it for a bit, but then it's like, right, the wee furnace needs fuel or needs to empty the tanks or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like the well, machine yeah. needs to replenish before it can go back on, you know? For the first time in a long time, I had nothing really to do yesterday, which is my Saturday, and I could have just played all day. So I probably could have got 14 hours of gaming in if I wanted to. I mm. probably only got maybe four hours just because I couldn't do it. Like, I, I, I had to get up and walk around. <laughs> uh, See, fatigue I, is a real thing as well, but, you know what I mean? Yeah. Burnout scares me today, obviously because I, I did reviews and stuff and all that. I'm, I think, like, I'm only, like, an extra two, three hours off a burnout, and then that's it. Because once you have hit burnout, you're you're done. Because you don't know when you're going to get that spark back, and you really don't want to be like a dead stick, just floating, just waiting. Yeah. You know, this is totally went a totally different angle, but it's true. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, and that that's why it's an interesting thing. Like, I don't think it's a good approach what the, the Chinese government are doing, but it's it's an individually is it's probably worth considering what is the right amount. And I think most people can do that. And as parents, I'm a, I'm a parent of of a gamer. Um, is it's to be honest. Can he mean? I am yeah. a parent, and he's a gamer. <laughs> but it's at the same time, like I know people who will come home from work and they'll just sit and watch TV for five hours. Nobody made a nobody blinks an eye wide about the let's Netflix and watch something for binge watching sake. I was going exactly. to chill, but the hell am I that cool? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I just devoured eight series of Peaky Blinders. Num 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 num, and he's like, mate. Mate, you sat in front of a TV for two whole days watching Game of Thrones or shenanigans or whatever, do you know what I mean? And you're like, where's the difference between you doing that and me doing what I do? No, there's no difference. The only difference exactly. is that it's a case that it's, and even you'd, you'd argue even the more dangerous is the accessibility because I can watch TV on my laptop, my phone, my TV, novelty. Uh, <laughs> Your, your your games console, whatever, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, gaming's generally still rooted, realistically, it's still rooted to, like, central hubs of concepts. Like, yep. we can't play Postman Sim on anything other than the PS4. We can't play Call of Duty on the Switch or the like, you know? So it's kind of, although you can play Call of Duty Mobile, but... Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's no, like, one glorious unified vision. If the X Cloud comes to be, it might be. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly the point I was making before: is that people do the same thing with other media, books, TV, whatever. Um, it's just I would actually argue that gaming's better because we're intellectually involved more, because we're contributing to decisions made, we're giving feedback, and so I actually argue, I'd argue that yeah, gaming's better, but. We, everyone does everyone does waste the time with something it's just as people like games we choose to play games it's just filling in those moments till you fall off this mortal coil <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean just a slow march to that hole in the ground wooden box treatment but you know what I mean just just, just fill it with everything you can because when the time comes you know what I mean playing that game will pay off big time you know what I mean <laughs> Yep, uh, that's a cheerful yeah. outlook on life. That was interesting. Moving on, um, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn Two it sounds like it's been somewhat confirmed. Well, the CEO of Guerrilla has moved to become the head of Sony Entertainment. Maybe it's the guy who was the head top of Guerrilla is now the top of Sony's gaming division. Uh, that was a story that burst on Thursday, Friday, I think, last week. Okay. Yeah, because I saw his, like, job advertisements were alluding to recruiting people for a sequel. Mm, well, we did say my money's on it being a launch title, didn't I? For the... For yeah. The, but now they've lost their captain. I don't know how the project will be handled or move ahead. It's always worrying times when you, you lose the top of your tree. You know. At the same time, it gives, uh, usually if you prune a tree, it allows for stronger growth of the trunk underneath, so. Mm. We shall see. Look at those metaphors. Look at those metaphors. 
It's beautiful, man. You know what I mean? It is the, the metaphor episode between sports chat to this. It's, and this is just early doors, man. We're mere minutes into this madness and we're, we're, we're moving swiftly. But, um, yeah, I think if you thought Horizon wasn't coming, you're kidding yourself on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But we'll see. Again, expect the review when they review the Xbox 5. Pro- good, good and proper. Because, uh, like I said, I don't see any. I don't see anything else coming realistically that's going to be close to a launch title for them that's established um, next year. But we'll see. Um, next one was all the way in Inaham, 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 in America. Uh, there was BlizzCon. I have very passing light interest in Blizzard products um but two that i am interested in are diablo 4 which was announced and overwatch 2 which was kind of leaked prior to the launch well not prior to the launch but prior to the announcement it was pretty much the worst kept secret at that expo uh, that presentation (laughs) because everybody knew it was coming but eh, it's here now but it's not quite what you would imagine, which is the interesting thing, I think. Um, what yourself? Are you excited about any or anything else that happened at BlizzCon? No, I didn't even know what was happening. Um, <laughs> the I, pulse! Listen, people, you can hear the pulse of gaming pulsing away. We're on it. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of the way their aesthetic of how they're in their art style. Like, Diablo... I want to get back into Diablo. I tried three because I really liked the original. Like, I just the think original there's so Diablo. many Diablo clones out there that I'm not going to say do it better, but there's more of a variety in the Diablo sphere influence now than just plain old vanilla Diablo. Yeah, see, the mean? original original just played the best and had the best kind of system, whereas um, the loot's got a little too over the top in the more recent mm. ones, and I just... I don't I can't sink time into them so I don't know I'm curious to see what falls like I'll, I'll probably give it a go but Overwatch I, it's it's the big eye roller for me <laughs> I don't know I, I like what they've announced it seems to be a more there's going to be a campaign or campaigns or something whatever but it's going to be PvE now as well um, but in an interesting move there's a new there's a new mode called push Woo! and what does that involve funnily enough a big robot pushing a thing <laughs> so there's this big robot that pushes a thing instead of a bomb on a trolley getting drove to a point same shit different day um and that's the kind of new competitive thing but in an interesting move um overwatch so all your cosmetics and all your good stuff because uh, overwatch one will transfer into Overwatch 2, but in return, Overwatch 2 multiplayer maps will be transferred into Overwatch 1, which is a really interesting move. Because technically, for these people who just love Overwatch and love the multiplayer side, there's no real incentive beyond getting new heroes. But I don't know if the heroes will be transferable as well, which I think is a bit... It's a bit of a grey area, and I don't know if they're going to have dual populated servers so like Overwatch 1 players will play Overwatch 2 players plus Overwatch 2 is getting a graphical overhaul over Overwatch 1 
And if I see Overwatch, another Overwatch two times, I win a prize for saying Overwatch. The most that's <laughs> ever been said in any sentence ever. Better watch yeah. that over. <laughs> I, I don't know. See, I, I I have issues with Overwatch being a full price game and the way they do their loot boxes. Well, it was always threatened. To, I was always friend. It was always made, said it was going to go free to play, and I think a lot of people believed at BlizzCon they were going to announce that Overwatch One was free to play. Which would have brought in a flood of new blood to it, I think. But yeah, probably it would. Did, it didn't happen. Sad face. But then I think when Overwatch 2 launches, you might find Overwatch 1 goes free to play. And they'll just do it as a kind of multiplayer client. And they'll just focus on the multiplayer side of things for that. They'll, they'll do something cynical to f- encourage, and I say that with a bit of sarcasm, more force. <laughs> Their, their players to move to two. Yeah. Well, so far, it doesn't seem like there's much a, a, ooh, come to us unless you've got a team of mates and stuff and that. But, like you say, they'll be a big anchor. They'll tie in people and just throw them off the ship so they, they get dragged in with it, I imagine. Yeah, and it's another full price release. I think so. And, yeah. I, so that's my problem. Like, I'm glad people enjoy it and people are finding characters they like. That's all very cool. It's just I've just I, bought I'm a Winston just, hoodie but, for some bizarre reason. So <laughs> go I'm just very cynical about it. Um, it was cheap. Because, That's my disclaimer. Nice, cheap is good. Cheap is good, especially when it's got a big monkey on the back screaming. <laughs> I feel my spirit animal. <laughs> good. Anything else so, announced? There was uh, oh, um, Shadow Realms an expansion for WoW have no idea. It had a really cool cinematic of the Lynch King fighting some elf woman and then it's like the sky blows up and there's like a other realm. Um, I have no... I'm the least qualified person in the world to talk about WoW, so I'm going to leave it at that. And even less qualified am I to talk about Hearthstone, which is getting a... or Hearthstone... To cheat, uh, which is getting a new game deck thing in me, Bobby Jugig thing. Also, a woman won the Hearthstone competition at BlizzCon, being the first female ever to win a major league tournament at a Blizzard event. Blah 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 blah. Good for her, congratulations! Yeah, uh, that's very cool. So, yeah, I liked a bit of Hearthstone, but then a few of their expansions kind of broke the game for me, and so I stopped playing. So, it, it may be time to, to give it another look see. Mm, I've always, I've always wanted to get into a card game. And there was a new one revealed at EGX this year, which was based on the characters from League of Legends. Because Riot Games have went absolutely apeshit crazy and decided to do hundreds of different game types using the characters and stuff and that. And I got to play it a wee bit, and it's the same idea. You have a deck and it's animated, and it's pretty. And um, I've kind of, I know they've just released just released hot off the press um, a Lord of the Rings deck builder game for the Xbox which if you have Xbox Game Pass is free to play um, as part of the Games Pass so I may download that and give that a go as well fair enough then uh, there's the Elder Scrolls everyone did it after the yeah. success of Hearthstone well there's there's the age old classic but the Witcher 3, get the old Gwent on the go. I know it's quite, not quite the same, but it's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's a deck building card game. 
thingy me bob the jiggity boo and there's magic let's, let's go all the way back to old school magic's got like is it the jewels of the plane walker or something it's called um, yes and then there's a, a war a warhammer orcs and wizards one as well I can't remember what it's called um there's loads in them there's, odds are if you're into some kind of fantasy or high fantasy that's fantasy that's on the top shelf um <laughs> Kind of game you'll um, you'll find a deck builder to your tea. No, how many big robots and shooting things and stuff in that? No many deck building games based on that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I bet there is one though. I'm surprised Warhammer's no broke one like an actual pure forty two k. Yeah, Space Marines job. You know what I mean. That will come if there's money. It'll happen. I have, <laughs> yeah. I have all the beliefs. <laughs> So um, I think that covers the news, unless you have any more breaking news to cover. Yes, we've got one more thing to announce. (laughs) Said with such gusto, straight live through the newsroom. (laughs) That's it. Um, Last year, we ran our first annual Dark Insight Secret Center, and we are running it again. So this is the first announcement. The link will, is has been tweeted out as we um, I did it like half an hour ago from when we're speaking now or in the past when you're <laughs> listening to this. It, so yeah, join in the fun. It's obviously an international gift exchange. There is some logistic difficulty, but I've done it multiple times with other groups and it does work as long as you buy local or the person you're buying for. Buy and ship local rather than trying to ship it across the world. And yeah, it's fun. I, lo- I love doing the gift exchange, so I hope we get people joining in and having some, I don't know, Christmas joy. Yeah, and I'm sure if there's any issues, we can come straight to you for tech support on the situation. For sure, yeah, I'll be yeah, I'll be maintaining the. It's re- we're using a service called Alster. Um, I've used it probably for about six or seven gift exchanges over the last three years, and it works really well. It, it randomly chooses. Um, the recipient uh, the gift exchange person and it gives you a facility where you can message and ask questions uh has a facility where people can make their own wish list so are you allergic to peanuts yeah there you go you can ask that and it's an- anonymous so the response you do it they get a message from someone someone and then they can respond to you and they have not they're none the wiser who it asked unless you're mm. clever enough to put Kind regards, and you put your name. They wouldn't know unless you did that. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it works really well. And the the wish list obviously gives you a pool of uh, suggestions to to buy for. Um, I've yeah, I've used it for my family gift exchange. I've used it for dark inside. I've used it for work gift exchanges. I've used it for other groups, and so it, it is a good service, Elster. So that's what we're using. Cool. We'll no doubt update that in the coming weeks and months. Last year, I got from the Dark Insight um, gift exchange, I got a Nintendo Switch Joy-Con charger. Ooh. Which is very cool. Very nice. Glows and lights up. I've only done one Secret Santa in my life, and it was in one of my past podcasts. And I got gifted the first episode of Due South, which I, I'm a Due South fan, so fair enough. And I also got the Wario Amiibo. Oh, nice. So, yeah. It was. 
back in those days, I hate it, Mario. I hate it, Nintendo, with a passion. So there was a, it was a kind of double-handed backhander, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, ah, we'll get a Nintendo thing. Oh, little did you know I would be coming to the power that I am now. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a crazy kid. But yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So Yeah, nice. It's all good, good and news? fun. Yes, it is. End of the news. Cool. cool. And and the public service announcements. Mm-hmm. Video games. Games or the videos. What have you been playing this month, week, time frame, zone? Well, I think we both agree we'll, we'll end our gaming chat with the old Death Strand. Yes. We'll, 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 we'll weave that to chapter four. The, the <laughs> Stranded Death. Uh, you mentioned Neo 2 last week because you tried it at... EGX. EGX, there you go. I was trying to think which corridor it was. <laughs> and the beta has now been made public. And I, I haven't tried it yet go. because I've been playing other games, but I imagine it might be the same beta demo. Um, was it the weasel boss at the end of the demo? It's like a Did big horsey guy. Okay, well, it's different then. <laughs> you fight a big monkey... Because I only I only saw the boss because the guy I was with was playing it, but the big thing I got up to was like this big monkey thing with a club. Oh yep, you fight that. It's just one of the yokai in the levels. Like, see, this is what I said to the guy. I said a bit of knowledge of this would go millions of miles, but I'm like a big monkey's hitting me, and he's and then there's flying things as well, and just, just not see for the expo. I really liked Neo One. Um, I like Japanese culture, folklore, and mythology and whatnot. Like all the yokai in there are actually based in stories and legends of from Japan, and I, I love that stuff. I love the setting. I love the aesthetic. All in all, um, I felt I enjoyed it. It it's 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 all there again, and it just seems like they've doubled down on that Japanese aesthetic, which is I'm all in. But I don't know. I I I, I found it a little and a post secure world, but. Do you think it's doing enough no, to I stand kind of... out, or do you think Sekiro's took its? Because Sekiro, I know Sekiro's slightly different, and it's it's, it's not quite as Sekiro's a lot more fluid and combat and stuff and that, and a lot more verticality and stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. But do you feel that it it's doing enough to better Sekiro, or do you feel it's kind of it feels just like a natural sequel to the first game, and it's not really looked about at what the world's doing around it? Um, firstly, you miss one of the stuffs, but <laughs> I, I always remember all of them. But that one there, you know what I mean? Come on. Um, I, I, it's an interesting point because they are very different games, and and they don't need to be the same. But we obviously, as humans, we always draw comparisons. I, I love it's the same se- audience. Se- really, it's that souls loving audience. You know what I mean? It's like the kind of guys that like a good beating around the chops. <laughs> it is but um i found that a lot of people who really like souls didn't necessarily like uh, neo like i think it was people who really like there is the challenge but also the aesthetic i think it's it draws people in hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm i i love sekiro like i i think it's really good um but the neo it's I don't know, it's hard to explain. I, it's not that it's too hard. I think it's too harsh, because I don't like to call games hard anymore, unless they are just hard. It's very harsh. Like, unless you do things exactly right, it's it's a do or die. Um, and so that that's what I find. 
a little frustrating is that it's it punishes you too much and it's very complicated the, the mechanics like i was kind of hoping they would streamline things and like can maybe well, that's simplify. what i felt when when i was playing it obviously i i've i've i, I kind of had a passing go at the first one and then obviously playing that in expo i was like yep it's gonna be fun and then it was like yep big monkey squash i'm like thanks thanks very much you know what i mean just, just death over and over yeah and i, I don't mind that because i actually kind of i do get some not satisfaction but enjoyment of getting better myself and that's the number one reason why i think i like dark souls is that it's not just leveling up numbers that makes the game better it actually is me getting better that makes the game easier because most jrpgs it's you're kind of leveling up and you're getting better but the enemies are getting equally tough and so there's no actual leveling going on you're just numbers are growing and you're just mm. matching what the enemy's doing whereas in dark souls it's actually you are more in control than you might realize at the beginning and it's that self-leveling that i really enjoy and there is that in, in neo and neo 2 i was getting better but the, there are so many mechanics so many menus so many um things that you can tweak that it felt overwhelming and that that can be enjoyable to kind of get down and work out how it works but it's also i guess with the flood of games that we have i find it very hard to really commit my brain to learning those things and trying to work out what is best mm. because it, it, there is a lot of trial and area error in the your build design not just physically doing it whereas in dark souls i found it was it was a lot more simplified and refined, whereas this is kind of like, we have all these ideas, go, you go play. Uh, and but then, is that really its fault? But, see, this is the thing, it's kind of like, if you only buy one game a year that isn't a FIFA record, and you buy that, then it's kind of like, that's, it reminds me a bit of Code Vein and the kind of, about the fact that, you talking there about Code Vein gave you all the abilities to um, switch during your build, so you didn't have to be the one build for the whole game, which is great. But within that, uh, it's a case of it's 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 a case of like there is um, like like the, the, it's not a case of like this is really badly thought out in my head. But it's more a case of, it gives you the option to switch build, but realistically to find all the builds, you're going to need to spend an a lot of amount of time with the build. And some builds mm. will come naturally, and some builds will not come naturally. Kind of like Monster Hunter as well in that respect. Now in Monster Hunter, you're like, right, I'll try the, the, the dual glaives, or I'll try the big sword, or the big hammer, or the axe. But you never know it clicks with you till you've had a good bit of, ex, uh, uh, kind of exposure to it, you know? And, and sometimes it's hard to get that exposure um, because it feels so bad at first that you're like, well, I'll just go back to what I know. And that's what I feel like is happening with Neo. It's, it's actually a really good example, Monster Hunter. I would actually say Neo is more like Monster Hunter than, than it is Dark Souls. And it gets compared to Dark Souls. And I think if you try and play it like Dark Souls, that was with the first one as well, is you're gonna die because it doesn't play anything like dark souls it moves in a similar way 
but it's it, it isn't and because even that like i i commented on a local uh, gaming website store here in new zealand facebook page they asked who's playing the beta you know the classic you know keeping in touch with their community and i i made a comment and i explained how i liked it and didn't like about it and i actually got a few people responding and like one guy was just like just compare it to tell me how is it does it compare to dark souls i'm like why do we always have to compare it because people need a comparison and, and i get that but at the same time like it's so overdone that comparison um so i try and avoid people comparing need a, <laughs> people need a benchmark because if and, they don't have a benchmark they don't feel safe that's why, exactly. scores, that's why we put scores on reviews. Yeah, it's, that's fair. It's, that's fair. It's a psychological thing, you know what I mean? People don't feel like, like if you turn around and you, 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 you will, when we get to Postman Simulator 2018, um, we're going to always mention another title, but we're only going to mention that other title because there's a bit involved in it. You, know, you feel like there's a kind of spiritual successor there. But realistically, I think Postman 17 could be stand on its own two feet as an example of a game but then that just you know what I mean lots of people are like oh I don't know I don't know it's about oh I'm worried oh, oh. and I think that's the problem is people need a kind of firm grounding within a kind of a pH test like there must be a set pH for them to understand what it is yeah, and, and, and I, I understand be- that but um, and it makes sense because we are we, we learn by understanding how things relate like even how we explain a, a, new, a meaning of a word we use other words that are the, <laughs> that mean the same thing we have to try and like sherbert <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the force that's that in a there. green room callback there <laughs> no one will understand but oh well <laughs> um exactly so i get it so it is it's an odd game like i kind of really enjoy it but they actually threw a lot of game in this beta like, I thought it was just going to be this first level, but I understand there's actually a third level you can get to within this beta. That's pretty good. It's pretty generous. And I'm kind of almost like, okay, I've I've enjoyed playing the beta. Do I actually need to play the game now? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? That's, that's the, that's the million-dollar question. Do you feel you'll, you'll, you'll gain anything for the actual... Like, if you like the world and the story and all of that, Razamadaz, then definitely you're going to argue, well, it's worth going back to. But realistically, if you've got your enjoyment with it, you're going to belt yourself in for our 12-hour saga of having to learn different things and bits and bobs and then be like, right, well, I could have been playing... Well, I could have been playing anything other than this, you know? And that's what ended up happening. I ended up trying to beat the boss in the first area and I spent two hours on the boss, and I was like, I should be playing Outer Worlds, like a new a new game that I actually paid for, mm. before I stopped playing it because Death Stranding's coming and Pokemon's yeah, coming, it's and <laughs> it's not coming. It's here. Well, at the time it was coming. I was speaking was in, in past tense. <laughs> it's I don't know. Like I do like to get more specific about the game i do like the game and i like the general combat and i was getting it was clicking i did as i say i found it too harsh the menu the the leveling up's a little too complicated like there is the dark the classic dark Souls stats or the rpg stats and i'm like they don't feel like they do much but then it's and, a beta it's a vertical slice it's not an actual <sighs> These things can be tweaked for final product, do you know what I mean? And they probably yeah. will be. They'll, they'll go and feedback for people and I don't expect planets to move and stuff, but they'll at least try and 
refine it a little bit, I would imagine. Yeah, they did something interesting and that I thought was unique. The game starts and it lets you choose two weapons and they kind of give you your starting build. Mm. Uh, it wasn't like Dark Souls, you've got the slight variations of your starting stats, but like Dark Souls, it doesn't really matter. You can always customize it after the fact. But the two weapons represent the stats in the game. And it seemed like this was in a hub. And so I'm wondering if they're actually doing a bit of a Demon Souls callback uh, to reference another from software game that there may be a hub to this world more so than there was in the first game mm-hmm. but i don't know because there were like buddha statues around and there would look like there were paths that were inaccessible but look in the beta but it looked like they could open up later to other levels within this kind of hub so about felt very nexus or um like from which is a demon souls place you don't know so i oh know i i am intrigued and i like to see what they do i like to see games i would have liked to seen maybe a slight um refinement of their mechanics because in the menus you're leveling up you get skill points on top of your normal stats and there is a skill tree for every type of weapon there's a skill tree for magic there's a skill tree for ninja weaponry like bombs and and shir- uh, shuriken and kunai and things like that there's a skill tree for just samurai like the the combat and then and within that there are three stances that you can do and so there's a skill tree for each stance well there's branches for each stance within the skill tree and then there's also you can actually turn into a yokai yourself you 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 can become a demon and so there's a skill tree for that. So it's very complicated. And on top of that, you've got different guardian spirits you can do. And you can also attach yokai souls to you, which which change your yokai abilities. So <laughs> there is so much to this game. So it's very harsh, but it does give you tools to combat that harshness. But it's it's very punishing. And so I don't know. Like I, I have mixed feelings about it. I thoroughly like it, and I thoroughly enjoy it. But I also get I am a bit fed up with it at the same time. So a jury is a strong beta in some respects, poor beta in other respects. When it releases, you'll probably pick it up. Regardless. Yeah, I probably will because <laughs> I love my summer. I love my Japanese stuff. Like it's 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 my jam. Cool. Um, I was going to say maybe, but I don't know if I will get a go because you know, there's a hundred million other titles on the go at the minute. That's the problem. So, <laughs> it's the silly season. That's why we're we're in it in the middle of it. So, and speaking of silly season, I've been playing a newer game that's just been released as well called <clears throat> Need for Speed Heat. Oh yes, oh yes, it's back. Need for Speed's back. Back again. <laughs> Aye. Aye, Need for Speed. Any good? Um, uh, I, I think I think at this stage in the game, right, we walk into Need for Speed, right, you're going to expect a couple of things, right? Arcade Racer. Check. Really, really poorly, cheesy, implemented, wannabe, but can never be Fast and the Furious storyline. Check. What's a reasonably decent level customization? Check. And a good selection of automobiles? Check. So it ticks all the boxes. Um, Heat's, Heat's an interesting game in that 
it has two modes of play. There is the daytime race, woohoo, and there is the nighttime race, woohoo. <laughs> you need to compete in each to basically earn stuff. Uh, the daytime race, you'll earn cash, which you can use to buy parts and new cars and basically bits and bobs. Or the nighttime race, you earn rep, which you basically unlocks the ability to buy stuff. So you race at night, and the higher rep you get, the more um, cars, parts, and stuff you unlock. But to actually buy them, you need to race during the day. Um, it's an interesting idea because also the <laughs> twist is racing during the day, fine and dandy. You go for race to race to race, do your thing. Racing at night, but it's uh, the way you're on the street, so you're up against the, the cops who will hightail you and chase you down. Um, and if the cops find you and they bust you, You'll lose a, a good, I mean, a good chunk of your rep for that night's carry on. So the only way to get the rep is to bank it at a safe house. So there's a kind of risk reward thing going on. So do you do a number of races in a, in a row to bank that rep, uh, to to build that rep up, and then bank a, a, a sizable amount, or do you do one race bank it, double race bank it? Because you've got a multiplier as well, which the longer you're on the streets at night and depending on what your actions are and what you do and stuff it'll, uh, it'll affect how much rep you get as well um, it's okay it's an interesting idea the problem I have is when the cops come they box you and you get a wee thing at the bottom busted timer thing but if the, the the busted timer feels busted because it's like there's still a chunk of thing on the timer before it, the idea is it's a bar that shrinks but there's still a, a sizable chunk on that bar sometimes and you'll still get busted. And it's just like, yeah, that wasn't fun. Um, I just think... It, it feels it feels like a grab blag as well. It feels like they took all the best elements of kind of the past four games as well as a tiny little bit of burnout and added it to the mix. Um, so the like hub world has get like collectibles and billboards to smash and stuff, and then you can crash into other cop cars and stuff to take them out of action and stuff. So there's there's plenty of like there's plenty of layers to it and stuff. It's just I, I don't know. I, I like it, but I like arcade racers, so that's the problem. Um, it also tries to mix things up with how you drift because well, you can drift the traditional way, tap brake press accelerator direction drift fantastic in this spot there's a new version the new version is that you lift off the gas and then apply gas which kind of similar kind of drifting in the real world so the idea is you lift off the gas you turn into the direction you want and then you tap the gas again and you'll go into a drift but it it, it, it takes a while to get your head around to actually like the, the kind of minutian detail and the kind of movements you need to make and stuff um, I don't know if it's worth it because obviously it's only going to be this game that's got that system in it, you know. So it's like learning a whole new thing for just a one game, which is a, maybe a bit. Uh, and you will lose a lot of races till you get your head around it, you know. Yeah. But you know that's what it is. Um, I'm about oh, 
played it for a good four, five, six hours, maybe. Um, yeah, the, the storyline that's in it's uh, about cricket cops and stuff. And uh, I don't care. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's 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 all a bit too in your face, American. Like you know what I mean? It's just like like you get to pick your character at the beginning. And I think it's a lineup of like twelve people, mixture of male and female, and everyone of them looks like a douchebag. It's just like, you are just a group of assholes. I've, I have no attack. Like, I would not be one of you if I had the chance. Do you know what I mean? It's just yep. like, no. Um, on the flip side, the game is pretty nice looking at times. Um, it's meant to be set in Miami. So, it's by night, it's all kind of neon glowed city skylines. And kind of when it rains, it's, it's extremely pretty at night when it rains. Um, and during the day, it's kind of like sun-kissed streets and palm trees swaying. And for what I've seen, there's some really cool wee kind of... Like, I was doing it at the space... It was like meant to be like Kennedy Space Center, like Cape Canaveral with the big crawlers and the, the big buildings and stuff like that. So I was racing around that last night. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's kind of cool in a kind of quirky way. You know, I mean, they've took elements of that kind of Florida Keys and stuff like that. And it seems that the map's quite diverse. It's quite a good size as well, for what I see. So... um yeah, it's just a massive open world racer where you can sink lots and lots of time into it, you know. Um, it's just, I'm going to say it's just more Need for Speed, but it's been a while since we've had a good Need for Speed, and so far this is an okay Need for Speed. It's no Hot Pursuit sort of levels are good, um, but it's it's not bad. I, I enjoy it so far. Good. Will you, you get any inkling any at all for Need for Speed? Um, it's kind of tempting. I did. I the one I got into most was Underground. That's the one I really enjoyed. Yeah, it kind of it, it pulled well the night stuff, the night racing feels a bit a lot like Underground, you know. But see, they didn't really have any of the cop chasing stuff. It was just you're doing different types of races. Yeah, well, that's the where they kind of bring in the hot pursuit element as the cops chase you. Yeah. So it's kind of it, that's just the kind of like you can you can see the DNA that's went into making this. Yeah, like you said, yeah. Um, so it, but, it is somewhat tempting, but it's just generally I'm not a racing car game person. Like mm. the fun for a while, but then they just it kind of gets a bit repetitive. It's a bit more. I think it's a, for for a, 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 some do a passing interest. I think it's a bit more accessible than Grid, but I think Grid's a better racing game. The problem with Grid is you're just going race to race to race to race to race to race to race. Whereas in Need for Speed, you can go a race and then you can go, right, screw it, I want to mess with the cops or I want to collect billboards or I want to just have a drive or I want to sit for hours decking out my car with neon lights and tinted windows and making liveries and the livery editor and stuff and that, you know. So there's 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 plenty of distractions to be had in the world, you know. Yep. So. Yeah, good. Yeah. It's... It, serviceable is it back on form I don't know we'll see moving on what else have you got on your card this evening I can't remember oh, uh, Luigi's. oh it's, it's that good it's that good it's left that much an, an imprint on you well, it's just because there's so much I was just thinking because Neva Speed came out the same day as Death Stranding and so did Mario and Sonic Olympics. Uh, Olympics. The Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, and I was talking to the guys at the game store, and they, there were eight releases that day. On so the the, uh, the in the UK at least was the Switch Lite Pokemon version. 
Um, oh, the actual console itself without the game? Yeah, but the game's the game's out next this Friday. Coming, I don't understand but... it. Why isn't the game just bundled with that? It should it should be the same day release. Because that's common sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know some that they got the machine and everybody on Twitter went to him. Oh, did it come with the game? And he's like, no, it's just it's just the console. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like, oh well. There, there, there you go. Yeah, um, that confuses me. Anyway, uh, Luigi's Mansion, speaking of the Switch, is what I played recently, which came out... Halloween? Ooh. Yeah, last week, heck. <laughs> a week and a half ago. And it, it's very good. I, I've been playing... It took a little too long to get to the co-op uh, ability within the main story, because that's the reason why I got it, so I can play it with my son. Mm. It probably took is that almost... the dog you play as? No, you play as um, Gooigi. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forget that. I forgot it's that. a goo clone of Luigi, and mm. it's very funny and it's very fun to say Luigi. Oh, my phone keeps listening to me. It's it's very good, and I I actually enjoying it so much. I looked up and was like, to see when the amiibo was coming, and doesn't sound like mm. there's amiibo for it, which is kind of disappointing. Think don't think there is. Don't feel what I've seen. Yeah, and I was a bit disappointed. Kind of rained in Amiibos, I think. Oddly. Because they were making money. There's no question they were making money. But they've kind of rained them in, because I, th- oh, I can't remember what the last one was, though. Was Link, wasn't it? It was the Link for Link. Yeah, no, they did. Awakening. Yeah, they did. And I, I did the same with that. I bought the game, wasn't interested in the Amiibo, but really enjoyed the game. So we went off and bought the Amiibo. And I would have done the same with um, Luigi. And yeah, there isn't one. Which is a little sad, but the game's very good. I would, the controls aren't perfect, which is very surprising because every Nintendo game I played, they they always get the controls to feel good and they always control well the game as they intended. Whereas there is a little bit of funkiness with the way the twin stick shooting, because it is kind of a twin stick game in some ways, works is a bit odd and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel easy to aim where you actually intend to aim but you i have got used to it and it's become easier the really odd thing is that the tutorial of abilities when you get them tell you to use the face buttons like the x y and whatnot mm-hmm. there's actually a a second button that does the same command which are on the shoulders but they don't tell you those <laughs> they only tell you the face buttons and you can't aim and push a face button at the same time because that's how thumbs work. <laughs> There's only one of them. <laughs> and it's very odd that they've actually even bothered mapping them to the the face buttons because it just doesn't work. Like you, I mean, It means you have to aim where you want to go, shoot at, then take your thumb off the stick, push the button to even do the action, which is by then the ghost has moved and you can't doesn't work so it, it's great that the shoulder buttons are there too as an alternative but i just don't know why they aren't the default <laughs> i just yeah, I, nintendo yeah it's just, just, we're just we'll just file that under cause nintendo <laughs> fair enough fair enough um bethesda has have a massive file of glitches and it's just because bethesda so i guess nintendo can have weird it's why <laughs> pokemon console doesn't come with pokemon game because nintendo, nintendo. <laughs> fair enough uh, but other than that, like the game is very fun. It's very quirky. It's 
there's some really funny humor in it. Uh, the bosses are quite amusing and fun. It's just fun. I, I can't, I don't know what else to say. It's just fun. And it's, it's just Nintendo. And and that's the good part side of Nintendo. And the co- the co-op actually works quite well. I I'm I'm trying to imagine. I imagine it would work reasonably easily because the Guiji is there in solo player, and it's used as I guess a tool to get through barriers, just like most yeah. exploration kind of games. Whereas when you're in co-op, you don't have to switch between the two of them. Your, your co-op buddy yeah, just, just does does it. Does it so which feels more natural, but I'm sure it would work fine in single player i've got a buddy who's playing it in, in single player and he's he's he loves it so i don't think it'd be a deterrent to two player in single player i just think it's great that it works either way hmm. sounds good sounds good and yeah it's i think we're maybe you're going up the mansion it's a big skyscraper and i can't remember how many floors but you're unlocking the elevator um, buttons by beating different bosses and so there's like a little bit of two like you go to level six and then you get the buttons for levels three and so you go back to level three and then you go to four or so on and so you're kind of bouncing around the levels which is kind of fun and then as you've i think we've unlocked things there's reasons to go back to the previous levels to get some secrets so i think we've got maybe just under half of the buttons on the elevator but i'm expecting that there will that getting to the oh, end of the elevator yeah there'll be there'll be be reason to go back to some of the levels so i don't think we're halfway through the game coins or something yeah Uh, but it's it's very good um luigi is is very good there you go two thumbs up yeah it it does and uh guiji thumb up as well so there you go the third thumb thumb. (laughs) the the one (laughs) thing that bugs oh that's that's i have to bring this up it's the best bit of Nintendo because Nintendo mocking themselves. Well, that's, 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 that's always a part of us. When Nintendo the, rips themselves, the world's a good place. It's, it, it, and I don't know if you've heard of this and I don't think it's a spoiler. Sorry if it, you consider it as, but the, the cons, the communication, cause you know, all these games, there's always some way to communicate to someone who can narrate for you is the, it's called, what do they call it? Um, virtual boo yeah it's virtual boo i think but it's a play on the virtual boy the nintendo vr console they released in the 90s the flop you mean yes <laughs> and so it's literally a red headset that you get and it's called the it's vb virtual boo instead of boy and they even when you put it on when you look at it like look at the graphics it's all red and black like the virtual boy was and they even like make comments about how if you have it on for too long, you might get a bit sick. <laughs> nice. And it, I just love that they're just mocking themselves so badly. But it's nice. It's their menu. It's how you do all your like. You pull it up. You look at the map. It's how you, yeah, you navigate to different things in the menu and communication. You can call the science guy. And it's I just I think it was it was a brilliant move to to introduce the vb the the virtual boo mm. mocking the virtual boy and it, it looks yeah, like yeah. the headset as well and everything it's it is it was a perfect bit of uh comedy i, I loved nice. it nice might be on my list to play it might not be we'll see it, it's definitely worth a go 
but I understand. Yeah, Pokemon out on Friday, but... Exactly, that's my problem. I think we've got four releases within three weeks that all I want to get, and that's that's even ignoring things like Need for Speed and Sonic Olympics. <laughs> like, there's, there's plenty to skip. Yeah, and I've well, still got four. The next big one, I think, is going to be uh, Star Wars. Well, there's Star Wars next week and Pokemon, and I'm trying to decide if I want Star Wars as well as Pokemon. I think Star Wars will be a dark horse. But enough of that for this episode. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Terminator's also got a game coming out. Oh! Um, don't be you, but I'm excited. Um, what have I also been playing? I um, mentioned a bit last week that I just got my hands on COD. Ha-ha! But I have been putting a lot of time in here. I've now prestiged, or whatever you call it nowadays, and I have completed the campaign. Um, we'll talk about the campaign, because, you know, multiplayer is multiplayer. Fuck that shotgun, yes. Fuck that shotgun. But apparently that shotgun has been patched, and I haven't tried it yet, so I will try that this evening to see if that shotgun is, is any better at no killing people. Because I saw, I, I know nothing about it because I haven't played the game, but there's always a weapon that's overpowered that everyone floods to pretty Double quick. Double barrel shotgun. It's garbage. It, only thing I saw of it was someone doing, I, I think it was faked, but they shot the sun inside the level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's an old that's a, that's an old gag at a battlefield because in the battlefield the most powerful gun was a USAS, which was an an automatic shotgun. Yeah. So it was just like bang 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 bang. bang. Whereas in this, this double barrel shotgun seems to have the range of a sniper. Um, <laughs> Love it's it. It's just, oh, it's garbage, man. It's like, I wish I had my kill stats to see how many times I've been killed by this shotty. Because it's every time you get killed, you're just like, shotty. So you don't even, like, you don't even need to know, you just, you just, you just die. It's like, death, right, shotty. Yeah. It's like some guy hiding behind the bins, dead, shotty. Alright, so, but, but uh, so that's the way it is, but just get good. Uh, you get good against a guy that can kill you in one shot and no aim. That's the key key points, right? COD's good because you need to kind of have a baseline skill and be able to aim and shoot. See, when you don't need to be able to aim and shoot, it's not quite as enjoyable, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, the campaign is is more a... It was, it was a delightful... Yeah, right. Delightful's not really the word of a jazz, but it was a good, solid four or five hours. Um very much a prequel than a retelling I felt um you basically it's it, it's kind of set before the first game but it's the start it's the start of the retelling if you know what I mean so like I think the next game will be the first game remade if you know what I mean in this universe kind of through this lens because this is kind of like brought in elements that you kind of know about and stuff um it's cod so there's lots of bombastic over-the-top missions where you get to basically be a hero um but the best bits were the bits where you didn't quite like the kind of set the set piece cod does them where it's like all gillied up i would say is one of the missions where yes it's a mission but really it's a scripted mission because you need to play through it as a, as the game. The game wants you to play that level a way, unless you don't do it its way, and it'll kill you. It's the same thing. Um, in this, there's the kind of there's an assault on Piccadilly Circus in London, which I thought we spoke about the whole kind of moral thing and all that. I thought it was one of the the mere hard hitting 
levels I've played in any video game just because the kind of don't know, it's kind of world we live in, you know, and usually we've done No Russian, but No Russian, I didn't feel anything for No Russian, with, that's the one in Modern Warfare 2 where you, you basically walk about with the Russians shooting everybody in the airport, but in this it's it's weird because you're an SES guy and um, you're chasing somebody down and then all of a sudden a van blows up and then you get yourself back up and you move in. And then you're you're just seeing loads of terror, like groups of like three or four terrorists moving out, including suicide bombers, and it's just really I don't know, it's just real, real left its mark, left its mark, um, and that kind of tone continues for the whole game. There's a mission where you, in all but name, are assaulting Osama bin Laden's compound, but it's not him. So you're in night vision, going up into a building and you're cleaning out doors so like breach and clear blah 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 the good stuff but it's like you'll get into a room and there'll be like a, a woman who'll run by you right fine but then you get into another room and there'll be a woman who'll reach for a gun so you have to kill her and you're kind of like fuck me I'm shooting women but then there's one where you get in and she's holding her son you think everyone's fine but then she kind of jumps to the left and grabs a gun you have to shoot her over her kid's shoulder and you're kind of like oh yeah that's it's a bit it's a bit close to the bone isn't it um, and it seems it seems to be a kind of weighted tone that's carried through the whole thing because um, probably one of the kind of mere levels people talk about will be the one you play as like a, a young girl and her bra and her dad trying to escape. Basically, the Russians are the baddies in this, and they roll into town and they start gassing them. So they try to escape, but it ends up her dad gets killed in front of her, and then you need basically get a screwdriver and run about your house stabbing this Russian guy while you and your brother, I think he's like sub seven maybe age, um, basically kill this Russian soldier who's like built like a shit brick house. Uh, it's, it's weird if you know what I mean. It's kind of like it's, it, I feel like it's trying to make a statement but it never takes a side if you know what I mean. Yep. Um, which it's, is a real, it's a real shame because it has real powerful moments you know and you're kind of like, well, I just came here to shoot things and look good. And trust me, you'll get to shoot things and look good. But there, there are these moments of like kind of just clarity in it that you're kind of like, wow, like video games have came a long way in the last umpteen year. You know what I mean? To make me actually give a shit about X, Y, or Z happening, and you kind of rethink the world, and you're like, well, yeah, that is a bit. You know what I mean? You, you kind of think to yourself, well, this happens, and like the, the, the point with the one with the kid is you're in a an airstrike happens in your village or whatever and you're, you, you're inside a collapsed building. So you wake up in the collapsed building and it's like you try to struggle to get out but then you turn around and you see your ma and your ma's dead because she's sitting next to you collapsed. The building's always come down on her. And then you come out, the, you, you get rescued but in the same at the same time the Russians turn up and that's where it all kicks off with the Russians chasing you and beating you and just killing folk in the streets and that. And trust me, I understand now why PlayStation didn't want to sell this game in Russia. Um, yeah. Which is a major thing because, uh, yeah, if you're a Russian, you ain't going to want to play this game because you basically made it to be the bad guys non-stop. You're just bad, bad people with the Russians in this. But then they kind of get run that loop by, oh, the Russians were led by a, like a kind of super villain style guy, like a general. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he was the baddest of all. And you're kind of like, like, really? Like, really? Like, you came, like, this is what I mean, it came so close to making a statement, and it didn't, you know? Um, and it, it touches on a few things, like dodgy things, like you're in a Russian prison, 
and they start waterboarding you. And you're kind of like, what, are you trying to say that the Russians are waterboarding prisoners and stuff? And it's kind of like, well, that's a bit dodgy in it. And stuff, because I know there was the big kick up of it when they did it in GTA. You know how the torture sequence? Yeah, yeah. Was, did you ever play that one? No, I didn't well, play that. Well, this one, you're, you're tied to a chair and you're getting waterboarded and you need to move your head from left to right and time your breathing because if you don't, you pass out and stuff, you know? Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't want to say it's got real gravitas, but it's a real, it's a, it's a thinker, it's a thinker. But um, yeah, uh, for a, for, for for what originally has been seen as a popcorn thingy, it doesn't hold its punches back in some ways. But at the same time, it only feels like it goes half road when making statements, you know. Yep. But it's good. It's good. It's good nonetheless. If you like, it's probably the best COD campaign in a good what five or six years well that's saying something mm. oh it's it's as good as the ones that were on modern warfare so that way the original trilogy so. it does seem quite short though always going to be that way but you know that five five hour kind of mark was always going to be that way i don't think there's any shooter campaign other than a pure pure thoroughbred shooter that's going to have a campaign any longer than that with multiplayer mode like Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5's campaigns were sub 4 hours you know yeah I'm sure the um, Bad Company ones were quite long it be a bit longer than that uh, but it's just maybe, I can't remember I can't I've I, I played through both of them and I really enjoyed them but I, I, I think it's because of the size of them but yeah they got big maps Bad Company they? got away with it because of the big massive maps and mm. you go out and hunt treasure and stuff that's the thing about this one as well is it was weird because usually in CODs there's intel to collect I couldn't find any system involving intel in the whole of this game which was weird okay so there's no collectibles on the way no none that I could see so well again that thing I've talked about that about other games how collectibles can take away you away from immersion so mm. and it sounds like that's what they're going for to try to make you really feel the immersion so and maybe it was a good call to take those out yeah well like I say it's a, it's a, it's a fun stop gap between uh, between basically the campaign and playing something else you know yeah good so you'd rate yeah. it you rate, you rate it it's worth a go yeah I think if you've not played COD for a while it's worth paying it up to just to see what it's it's worth picking up alone for the the campaign I'd say yes, just yeah, to I'd, play through it just makes me think like why don't they just I wish they kind of split the the games because I'm not that interested in getting into multiplayer because I don't I don't want to invest lots and lots of hours to get good at them mm. but I'd be quite keen to try the campaign but I'm not going to pay full price just to play a four hour campaign yeah <laughs> like, it just seems like it's the, they should release the game at 30 40 dollars sure tried this in the, i'm sure they've tried that in the past probably confuses people and then yeah the the, the online's a dlc which is just the split difference mm-hmm. but i guess that yeah that probably confuses the consumer or whatnot i don't know like it's it's, it's fun nonetheless you know it's, it's all good it's all good, dark, make you think, kids will only care, fun. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 
Do so any have anything else? Only a small one. Before we move on to the behemoth. Yeah, only a small one. I'll just mention it quickly. Is um, just because it's good to talk about indie games and smaller releases. Uh, we had a family trip away last week, and I like we obviously take the Switch with us, and so me and my son like to buy a new kind of game to play on the go. Just if there's any time downtime, we can play and 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 all the traveling, and we picked up desktop rugby. Which was only ten, I think, twelve dollars New Zealand, so it'd be probably about five, six pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's just I, I've now seen that it's they've they've got multiple versions of the game. Like it seems like they've got a brand desktop baseball, desktop soccer, desktop uh, such and such. It's a Japanese little studio, but it, I think they kind of get it marketing on the fact because it released only a couple of weeks ago, from what I understand, on the Switch. It's kind of marketing on the world cup the rugby world cup the aforementioned yeah. world cup and but it's a little bit of fun it doesn't really it's not a rugby simulator it's terrible like there's no penalties like i scored tries from kicking it and my guy's been standing in the the end goal area and caught it and score a try so it it's quite loose with the rules but for a quick bit of a laugh it's it's a very fun game and the fact you can play you can play more like up to I think eight players. I think mm. was it eight? No, maybe it's just four. It's Luigi that you can play eight players. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can play four players, and it's just yeah, it's a bit of fun. Desktops, desktop rugby. And... Seems sounds a wee bit like uh, the kind of guys that make uh, game dev story, um, and the kind of soccer star story and stuff. They kind of games because that's like a kind of they were big mobile games back in the day. Um, if there's different versions of it, it sounds like that kind of, it could be like the same kind of elk, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it would be. Um, as I say, like I've seen, cause we did a quick video, me and my son of, of how the gameplay works for our YouTube channel. And so I was searching for, you know, assets to use for thumbnails and whatnot. And that's when I came across, there are other games, say soccer, baseball. And I just, yeah, I don't know if they've ever been released in the west or not but oh, this... they'll be coming where yeah, there's we... money yeah, they'll be coming yeah as i say very simple like it's it's desktop like so literally you're pay, playing on a desk so you can have a stadium but still like around the stadium there's like you can see like a chalkboard of a, of a classroom or or whatever so like it's and then there are um, pictures that you can play on which have stationary all over it so you're like avoiding like erasers and rulers as you're running down the rugby field so it's and there's a little bit of customization you unlock by you gain points by playing and then you unlock uh gear which gives your team so you can customize your team to be uh, have different stats just very very simple but it, as i say i'm not going to play it all the time but just to have a quick fun game on the go it's is worth having a look at if you're into rugby or look at the other sports if you're into them oh cool it's cute basically that's what you want well maybe maybe sometimes <laughs> <laughs> right alright it's time it's time this is the one you've been waiting for so there is a game that we've mentioned a few times The Stranding of the Death yes that has been released um, we, um right there's going to be no spoilers here because we have no idea what we're doing 
but we'll probably talk about gameplay, visuals, elements of the beats of the tale we've been told, even though we don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, and our general kind of first, Im- this is first impressions, I would say. What do you think? Yep. Kind of just how it sits. So, um, I've played it for about mm, six, seven, eight, eight hours, maybe. Kind of fair chunk. You just a little bit ahead of me, aren't you? Yep. From what we were discussing. So we're kind of well versed in our areas. Um, so, yeah, what is your views? Let's just go for the jugular. I'm surprised how in, enjoyable it can be. Okay. I, As we talked about previously, I was not getting my hopes up. Uh, I was... <laughs> I was expecting to be let down by the game, but I I have been quite surprised at the success of such simple mechanics have been able to produce, which goes to show the the skill of the development team. But he does like guess the one I was gonna say is that that boy does I know I know he said he made the game and all that jazz and he sold the merch blah blah but my god does he like his name being on that screen within yes. the first hour it's like I must have counted Kojima's name six seven times maybe it's like why you keep putting your name on the screen telling me different things it's like why why are you doing it it's like, we know it's your game there must be like four and in, three and two intros isn't they two or three three oh, intros if not more the amount it's just <sighs> yeah it, it's just strange is it's, my terminology at this moment in time. It's it's even a little more strange because in in general the Jap I don't want to sound too generalization because everyone's different, but in general the Japanese culture is to be more. I want to, I don't want to say humble because I don't want to criticize him directly like he's not being humble, but they tend to play down the the role they have. Hmm. Um, and the go to is if someone says they like their else. game, the go to is to say, "Oh, really." Oh, my little tiny game that I've made, even though it's like a huge big release, um, and that's how like we're just, he he's, expected that he's he's he knows it's like if this game would have been a flop, he would have been left red faced big time, wouldn't he? And I would, still think it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea if we went halfway. I don't think it. I think it's a hard sell. For Joe Bloggs on the street coming in fresh, who's never seen any day where I played it, and he just picks it up because of the buzz. He's at the supermarket and he sees it on the shelf, and he picks it up for the f- shits and giggles. It right, I don't think it's a very accessible or very clear game. I think they'll struggle with it. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I'm. I, I, I think I enjoy, sorry. I, I think I enjoy how different it does feel to most other games it's very gamey and there are tropes from games but it also feels very different and that's oh. kind of cool the, the two core things right i'll take away right the two the three four the three, the three points major points i feel right the postman thing is a massive point yeah right you can't get away from it right and i think that eats into the core of the gameplay for me in quite an annoying way but i'll come to that in a bit the fact you're a telecoms engineer as well <laughs> is is a by the by point, isn't it? 
it really doesn't it really doesn't affect the game whatsoever because you're going to be at that point regardless of whatever you do you know it's not like they could have, they could have maybe had wee, wee I don't know they might we're still out of doors right but they they could have had like wee hot spots or stuff in between the, the major points in the map for you to go to to like kind of boost the signal or signal boosters but it seems to be so far that you just need to make it to the major points on the map to do this broadband installation um which sounds weird but is true um and the third thing i think as well is combat is borderline non-existent at this stage in the game and i find that really it's a challenging thing i think for me personally well you're a big shooter combat type player aren't you that's the kind of games you 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 hover to so 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 what's your experience, right? I, I'm, right? I'm not spoiling it, right? So there's two kinds of enemies so far. There's mules who are humans, who are basically highwaymen, right? They're, it's they're, bandits. Yeah, they're just out and about, and they've got special tech that can scan the tags on packages, and you get pinged within their area, and then they'll come for you, and they give a wee tickle with a shock stick. They can be dispatched I've found usually by uh, the old one two three kick combo, which is fine, right? I've no tries in my rope, which I really don't understand it, because apparently the rope's made out of your blood. Yeah, because there's that <laughs> cutscene where she goes, "Yeah, that rope's not just blue and white; that's made out of your blood and stamina." And then he gets, he takes the rope and he smells it. Yeah, that was weird. Gonna smell <laughs> rope. It's like it's a fucking rope. But anyway, we'll get to that stuff as well, I think. Because there's a lot of agnosticities. There's a lot of weak works when you're no on your route on your route delivering your stuff, right? Which we'll talk to a bit. But anyway, come back to combat. And then there's the B the BTs, no, there's the BTs. Is it called the BTs? Yes, yeah. BTs, yeah. I think mean, it's called BB, I get mixed up. So there's the BTs, right? Who are the kind of ghost specters and it's kinda a bit like if they see you and sneak you, you will activate a kind of tar pit. And when that tar pit's activated, they will send the souls of the damned. I don't know, I'm just paraphrasing here because that's what they imagine there. That's what but it looks basically like, yeah. these, these souls or lost people or whatever grab a hold of you and you need to shake them off. Now, I've only had it once where I get dragged under and without having a gun or anything other than me being able to shout hello by hitting the touchpad, it was the least fun experience I've had in that game so far. Because what happened was I get dragged under going to an area which was a bit annoying because there was high winds and I was straddled like a pack mule. And I couldn't get away fast enough for them and they dragged me under. And when they dragged me under... I have no idea what the situation was or how it happened, but I ended up going face-to-face with, like, a killer whale that was a squid. And I couldn't do anything. I just had to run. And in that area, it was quite a forest area, and the trees kept falling through the tar and stuff, and I had no idea. If, I'd basically, put that way, I'd been running for about five minutes, and I'd basically resigned myself to die. And I waited for it to come for me, and it just disappeared. But I think that's because the rain stopped. 
which is a big indicator as well with these things because these things only appear in the rain. Yeah, um, I've, nev- felt- I've never been pulled under, so I haven't had that experience. See, see, I've only had it once, and it was it was literally the last thing. It was, it was what put me. It was what made me put the pad down last night and go right. I've had enough of this. The, the game is I can't. I can't do that. Without, without being able to fight, I can't do it. Because you can't punch and kick this thing. This thing's literally going to eat you alive. And yeah. I'm like, I've got no weaponry to, to, to fight. And then they sit and they talk. Well, funnily enough, <laughs> the bit I was at, if I make it back to somewhere, they're going to give me a gun. And I'm like, oh, that's handy. <laughs> Could have used the gun 20 minutes ago. Bloody El Gotoro. Bloody don't direct Hellboy 3. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, <sighs> okay, okay. So, yeah, combat is, in the early stages, non-existent, I feel. Yeah, you're right. Um, the stealth does work quite well. I have used my string, my rope, my blood rope, mm. and the stealth is actually very quite good, and it's actually quite fun. That's when I realized, okay, I'm having fun now, when I first went and stealthed into one of the mule camps to get to, to one of the missions. Mm. And I was like, okay, there is actual gameplay. Because prior to that... See, because... Could you bait them? Because I was thinking, right, know how they tag the box, right? Could you technically drop the box as bait, hide, and then come out and get them? Because I'm pretty sure that'll be a valid combat scenario. Um, I'll explain Uh, it. I've had two encounters with mules. It's two missions where I've had to go into mule territory to steal, uh, to reclaim, not steal, reclaim packages that they had stolen from other couriers. Um, But firstly, I really enjoyed the story. That it's a very obtuse game like they are telling you things that have no context no kind of um weight on me because they mean nothing and so i think that's the problem you've had is that there's no context of what you're trying to deal with well something's happened in the world in it because they keep talking about this big explosion right yeah but something's happened that's shaped the world and they what i understand it's the bts when they're there's big BTs. It's weird. It's the, the big giant BTs go thermonuclear. I think that's what the explosion was. No, the bodies the, the, the bodies explode. No, but did, did, did you know? Remember the bit where you're in the the thicket yourself when you find. See, that's the other thing as well. See, I don't even can we even talk about that bit where something happens and then you find out something about yourself because you're no quite you, if you know what I mean the dooms you mean no i see the bit where you're, you have your outer body experience oh yeah because obviously shit can happen it's not going to affect you technically because you don't die yeah and that's just the premise to to explain the mechanics of the game is because if your main character yeah. died then there's uh, yeah aye because you become a specter you become a, a kind of specter ghost you, you become your soul kind of thing and you find your body within a sea of souls it's weird but see that bit that's a big bt that explodes that causes that big thing in it that's but then i suppose because that bit's see now you think about it right because i was thinking about it because the lead up to that bit i know this is all very early on this is all very early on for those people oh yeah this is like first this is the first cutscene, which lasts an hour and a half (laughs) uh yeah yeah and that's the worst thing it's like you you basically you're at it for a while before any of this happens. Um, but, but uh, yeah, because it's weird because it's, there's so many questions connected to that now because it's like, because just before that body gets took under, 
that's the thing as well. You need to, we need to preset is like people would go creepy when they die and they become bombs. So they need to take the bodies to a furnace or somewhere far outside the city to burn them. Because when people die, besides going nuclear, they be, if you burn them or bodies, they get off a ga a smoke that contains some kind of chemical or something in it that's bad for people. Um, yeah, it's... and that's a big that's a big hook. I love the fact I love, I really wanted to tweet the picture of me with the, that first mission where you have to get the thing for the the citadel thing up to the furnace. I really wanted to tweet. I'm just going to walk with my mum. But I felt that might be a bit too dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. It was that, that's what. I, getting back to the combat kind of thing, I wanted to take it back. Like the first two hours, I streamed, and I think there would have been maybe twenty minutes of gameplay in that first two hours. Mm. And so when I first kind of it opened up, and you had to do your first proper mission, I was I was like really, I, and I kind of was like, this is really boring. This 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 uh, gameplay and i'm like is this what's going to be and i was a little bit disappointed but then things start getting interesting when you're sneaking away from the bts though i found it very hard to tell where they were and felt like i was constantly running out of tar pits and that that pulse pulsing all the time see if you pulse they you see them yeah so yeah then so then it grew on me like first impressions of the gameplay is kind of like uh, it's kind of a bit dry <laughs> And I'm not, a, and then like the menus made no sense. The story was intriguing, but again, it was very obtuse. Like they were, they were throwing concepts at you left, right, and center, and they, and they, there was no contents to the, the context to them, and it was very confusing. But then when I started to enjoy it, was when I was able to start really understanding the different types of missions and different jobs. And really, under, then the sneaking, I really enjoyed sneaking into the first base. So the first, the first mule base is when I get into combat. It's I approach combat two different ways. Is I snuck in. I had no packages with tags, so they couldn't ping me because they're the, mm. the, the tracking the the GPS unit inside the whatever it is. So I was able to sneak in around the back of the base, and I was able to stealthily take out uh, only half the guards and get the item I needed. The second time, using my smelly rope, the second time I came in from, a, it was a second base, came from a different direction, and I, it was harder to sneak in. I actually had my bike with me, and I had um, packages on it, so I left my bike outside of their zone and walked in. I got spotted, unfortunately, because a guard turned around, and about three or four of them chased me, and I actually had a good old fist fight. <laughs> I picked up one of the items from one of the guards, which you can use as a weapon, because there are guards, I don't know if you come across it, that you can't punch. They have armor on, and they block everything. I've never seen them yet. In the mix of them, there's one of them that I've seen amongst the mix of the other ones, which you can just punch. And so I, I actually just clogged them with a, <laughs> a package, which was quite fun, actually. And, and then... I was able to sneak in and I was able to do a very Metal Gear Solid thing where I took out a guard, another guard saw he was knocked down, came to him and I doubled around behind and took out the second guard while he was investigating. Oh, there you go. And it's, it's just it's very far and in between. And I, I'm imagining this game's going to be very different 
later said, on. Well, what I said to you was, was I said I got a Red Dead 2 vibe for it, and my God, am I feeling that hard right now, and the, how it's pacing. It's very, I think it's very, it's very slow pace, you know what I mean? And I think, I think that's just going to be the way of the game, you know what I mean? I, I think the idea is, because you're, trans, you're, 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 you're walking across America, basically, I think he's went, you know what, fuck it, let's just drag it out for them, you know? Yeah, I, I, and that's an interesting point, because I actually got that feel, like, when I first had the gameplay, I was like, really, this is it? Like, I was kind of let down. And then I did kind of get, and I actually likened it to Interstellar, you know, the movie Interstellar? Mm-hmm. It's a very long movie. And it, mm-hmm. but I actually thoroughly enjoyed. It. I felt enthralled with that movie constantly. And what I took from it was, I, I don't know what it was because usually when things are that slow paced, because it's very slow paced interstellar at times, that I kind of appreciated the white noise or the white space that the director gave. And I don't mean that literally. I mean it more metaphorically. That mm. it was he wasn't afraid to give scenes extra time for emotions to be presented or to feeling mm-hmm. and, and and i think that's quite brave of what kojima's done with this or the, the the studio's done with this is that they've they've actually been quite brave with the odd risks they've taken and i think some fall short and i think some hit the mark uh, um so it's, yeah. it's a bit of a weird one um yeah i just i need a gun i need something <laughs> I just what? need something. To Have you not thrown your poos like at them yet? No, no done that yet. No done that yet. <laughs> have you Here's got the toilet in it? But I've no. Uh, you should I've, have it I've by now. On, I've pissed on the ground as well, which is quite fun. Has your, I had a mushroom up here. Has oh. your pissed been liked? That's the main question. <laughs> no, but it grew a mushroom. Yeah, it, it a, a has. cyber mushroom. Don't quite know what it does. Don't quite know what it is. But there's a cyber mushroom where I passed. It's a marker that uh, appears in other people's games, and they can like it. So I've oh. I, I've been peeing in, in like places where I have like real cool views. <laughs> so <laughs> like on top of side of a cliff, like I've been peeing, and and yeah, and so people can come like your your uh, your that spots. system has the bloodborne the the blood the bloodborne the blood dark souls tone. Aye, because you'll run into a base and somebody's like, oh, steep hill, steep hill marker. It's like, fucking, come on. We know it's a steep hill, he's got like 700 likes. Yeah. I haven't actually worked really? out how to put the messages down. Um, it's L, L1 and then down in the D-pad and then triangle. It's really easy, you know what I mean? It's such right. an easy system. And then it comes up with like a menu system of loads of, loads of them. Okay. It's, um, I've done it twice or something, you know what I mean? It's, oh, I, don't know. I haven't put messages, but you can put down structures that other people can use, and that's one of your ratings for post deliveries. Boxes, uh, post boxes and watchtowers, and yeah, you can do you can do ladders and stuff, and the rope. And that, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I just need to play more of it and get right into it and get a gun. I do think um, I do think the gameplay will change, and the the end third of the game will be completely different because that that's my guess. I think it will mm. it will be a slow burn. This is the game that we've known well, was coming, and I think there will be surprises. Is my is my your guess. objective? Your objective is to get to a place where somebody's not even been held captive, which I don't 
Yeah, evil. Oh, it's but it's Mario. A, She's Princess Peach. It's Princess Peach, and you're Mario. <laughs> Aye, there's somebody at a place you need to get to, right? But in that area, there's a crack team of somebodies. Because we don't really know who they are, they're just people. It's like, oh, there's these folk. It's like, by the way, the guy that's getting you orders has got a carbon fibre skull on his face. I'm not going to tell you why, I'm just going to tell you he's getting you orders. Like, he's no creepy. It's like, why is he talking to me? Like, why is he no the bad guy? So you yeah. can see if there's the reveal that he is the bad guy. I'm just going to, I'm going to give up. It's like, but, um... Well, th- those are all very uh, Kojima, like Metal Gear Solid aye. themed the characters are all eccentric versions of people. Uh, Aye, wearing masks and reveals and, and like everyone cigars and the, like where I think it falls it's short. A strange one. It is. Um I really like what's happening with the story. Like it's very intriguing and I am enthralled by it. But like like I mentioned, like I actually kind of enjoyed the sparseness of the gameplay when it's it's, it, it does work in a weird way, the post and pat simulator. Where I find a bit weird is like it's hit you with very heavy cutscenes quite early, and they feel like that they're presenting them with a huge amount of emotion, and you can see that that's what they're doing. And you can, but I've got no connection with what's going on, so I just feel nothing. And that's there was a huge disconnect for me, and I think that there's a huge weight that they want you to feel, but I'm not feeling it because it was too early. Mm. does that make sense like i think yeah. you know what i'm talking about i don't want to say too much but like the opening sequences where um you get told and it's just there's just so much information unloaded on you and you're like oh this is this this person should be important to you and it's uh, sad I, and it's see, I like, didn't get that but <laughs> i didn't get i did i totally did not get that back because it's one minute it's like uh, and then he's like into the room and it's like right i fine blah 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 he's like i'm like what's going on here like what like what the what like no go away it's just i think they're playing the fact that i think there is something about your sam the main character i think he has lost memory and they're using that well that's what i'm gonna that's the thing i like the thing as well the i like the i like the naming thing so he's called sam he's a porter and he works for bridges hence why his name's sam porter bridges you know what i mean well i actually thought I'm hold that point, but I think the bridges might be related to isn't the the lady that you meet? Fragile. No, no, the the one that you ends up dying. Wonder Woman. <laughs> the ones that, and then you isn't her name? Isn't she Bridges? Isn't the whole company named after her? Yeah. And so I think it actually is. And that's my biggest problem with the game is that there are so many words in this game that have three or four meanings. Well, do you want to get? Do you want to know what really fucked up thing? Right, I was so possessed that Midjour was going to be in this game, which he still might be, right? But Midjour had an album called Fragile, which is the name of a courier service. Yes. And on that album, there's a song called Bridges. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and it's I'm a total, made in I heaven. I went a total rabbit hole. And I'm like, wow. Okay, I I don't need to know about this at the moment because it's just more nonsense that's going to clutter my brain and try and make me work double day. But, but like, as we were saying as well, the, 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 there's loads of like, when you're in your quarters and you're, you're just sitting there and doing a poop or going for a piss or having a shower, it's it's like, there's loads of quite funny moments in it. You know what I mean? Like, the way the man drinks a can of Monster is horrific in the utmost. I don't oh, I still hate that. think it's 
I still it's hide he- it. No healthy. It's not healthy in the first place, but it's just the way he downs it. It's like wow, but it's just like his face in that and the facial animations on him when he's just sitting on the bed. Now the thing I don't get right, and this is maybe me right, but you go to your bed right. And you've got your cuff, right? So how you communicate in the world is you've got a this hanker. cuff link, right? Because the cuff link links everybody, right? So you basically got a phone on your wrist, right? So anyway, when you go to your bed, right, he hooks the other side of the cuff onto the bed as if he's a prisoner. And yeah. I can't get my head running. Why, why would you do that? There's something else going on. Like, I... There's definitely going to be some weird twist that we don't... It's going to be the uh, Sixth Sense all over. Is my he's, is my he's, guess. He, he He's really a ghost. I don't mean it quite literally, but I think there's going to be something along those lines is my bet. Well, there's something up already, isn't there? Because we know that the, B, the BB has got a... Him and BB have got a weird a link together, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And we also know that his gammy old bit when, well, for the bit, well, you all know as well, but obviously he's got a thing against BTs as well. BTs don't like him, which I think's weird for gameplay, if you know what I mean. Because the BTs aren't meant to like you and they want to stay away from you. Why the f- do they want to attack me when I'm out in the field? You know what I mean? Um, well, yeah, that, I've, I've, I've thought the same thing. That, and no, I, I think that's going into the gun side of it, right? Because what I think is, see, because he said, like, it's her- we're here with doors, right? You, you basically, the very first cutscene, the very first mission that goes awry or whatever, very first part, you hurt your foot and your foot ends up bleeding, right? So you've got a boot covered in blood and they find out that your blood drives BTs mad. Now, we were speaking about it prior to this launch, about how your bullets are made of blood and semen and shit. And I was wondering whether this is the start yet, and the guy's going to give me the gun and go, by the way, piss in this clip, and you'll have like 25,000 rounds of piss to kill these things with, you know what I mean? And I think that's the start of the seed of that idea of the blood for bullets thing. You know what I mean? And I think that that also will bring a new element into the game, because obviously your blood, you need to monitor your blood, and I think it'll be a risk-reward system and that your weapon will be able to use the blood to fire and shoot, but at the same time you need to watch your blood as long as you, because if, you know what I mean, because you're, you're technically, it's the kind of, it's a really Kojima style thing, isn't it, that basically every bullet you fire is technically a part of your life you're using, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, well, I um I know a little bit more than you, but so I don't I don't want to say oh, anything. Oh, well, my dog's more than yours. <laughs> And and we're leading. I'm, it's interesting that you're what you're speculating. Um, and, but you're speculating, so it's not spoilers. Um, mm. Well, I don't know because I'm not there yet. But all I know is there's a gun waiting for me, way, 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 way back at base. But before I get way, way, way back at base, there's a motorbike that I need to get to. <laughs> there's um, like because quite early on, if you use the toilet and the and the rest in your room, they give you vials of poo and pee that you can throw at them yeah i've done that the guys the guys examining my shit every time i poop yeah if you go to your private locker there should be vials of stuff there's three versions yeah, there's the shower it. one there's the pee one and then there's the poo one right i because I, I do it every time i go in. i don't know why i just go for a shower or go for a shit and i go for a pee and i have to question what kind of man goes for a shit and doesn't they pee at the same time i, I, I thought the question. same thing <laughs> 
it's a real question. And I, I love the fact, right? I love the fact, <laughs> cheeky bastards, you sit down and do a shit, the door's shut, and it comes up for an advert for fucking Norman Reedus' motorbike show. Yeah. It's like AMC showing rides. It's like, oh, well, it's just as bad having oh, Monster in there. I, I just don't like the fact that there's... I don't like the canteen. I've told you. I told you that days. Like, I forgot a about that. Episodes back, right? But see, when I actually saw the canteen was like, yes, if you drink your canteen, and next time you're at a water source, the canteen converts it into monster. Why? Like, it, why can Sam not just drink water? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's because they got paid money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that. the bikes know a particular make and model as well. It's you a, know B- what a I mean? BMW bike. Uh, well, uh, well, that's f- you say that. Need for Speeds get that because that's what the baddie cop drives is a BMW. <laughs> well, that's common though. Bikes. Cops often have BMW bikes. Yeah, I bet she's a undercover CIA special ops jobby. Um, totally yeah. tangent, but um, well, that's at least grounded in the real world. Yeah, yeah all in this, all, I'm, this is just batshit. I'm all, I'm reasonably happy with the game. It's different. It's stunning. It's totally stunning. See that first, see that first section up that mountain, man. Wow. I actually like, wow. I think it looks good, but also I don't think it's the most graphically intense game. Like there is, I think the landscapes and the vistas are amazing. Yes, I think the scale. I think basically it's the Metal Gear Solid. As I was saying with the crossing, but I think he's basically took Metal Gear Solid and just put grass on it all. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because. <laughs> <clears throat> there's a real Metal Gear vein running through it. Yeah. With the way Sam walks and moves and... Even you know. Metal Gear Solid Five, that there was a big, more of a push to kind of bulkier um, armor. Mm-hmm. More so than any other the Metal Gear Solids. Like, you could wear quite chunky clothing. And that's exactly what Sam looks like. You're looking like you're wearing the heavy armor from Metal Gear Solid Five. Hmm. The other thing is interesting as well is obviously they introduced the three different colours of suit, four different colours of suits, didn't they? And technically, I've only wore two, three, three of them now. I'm wondering if that's going to become a thing that you'll be able to pick which suit you wear when you want to wear it, if you know what I mean. I thought that'd happen already, but yeah, they took those suits away pretty quick. They showed you them, but didn't really. Well, one's like corpse disposal, one's postman part, the other one is um, guards, security. security, yeah. Yeah, black security and red is medical. I still think something's up with um with these because all the cities are underground from what I can tell. Because if they go out, well, they're, bunk- they're just bunkers. bunkers, aren't they? Yeah, but they they talk as if it's a city under there. Like there are multiple people, but we've only ever spoken really to holograms. Mm. And it's arguable arguable if we have actually ever seen a real human. They pretend they have been, but. I would argue there's a chance they might not be. I'm pretty sure El Toro's real when you meet him the second time. The second time. <laughs> but that's yeah. why it makes it iffy. Uh, but... I don't know. I've I've yet to I've yet to uh I've yet to meet certain characters as well. I've not met Chung Lee or that woman that invisible breastfeeds her child, who is basically Chung Lee. She's basically just tech support, talks to you randomly, like well, by the way, I hate I hate the fact that everybody phones you every two seconds as well. That wee chime is some guy in a carbon fibre mask tells you something. Ah, the mules are horrible people, blah, 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 blah. I said, come on, man, I'm out here in the field. Also, what's the point in shouting hello? See the, the fact you can shout? 
Is it just to attract people? No, no. Um, if you do it, and you actually can get responses from other Sams, other players. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, so if you do it, you'll hear a hello back, and say like you can say. Sometimes you'll say, "Hi, I'm Sam," and then, and then the, I've heard someone say, "I'm Sam too." <laughs> and it actually don't have any idea what's going on. <laughs> oh, so about connections. God damn it! It's, it's the undercurrent. It's the undercurrent to the whole thing. It's all about being connected. Yeah, you can go into the menu and actually see um, see people that you've connected with, and that's one of the connections. So using people's items is one connection, uh, and then and receiving a response from yelling, I believe, is a connection. And that's what I was getting at before I with the love climbing a ladder. I, love climbing a ladder. <laughs> I haven't put enough down. I've I always take like eight with me. Oh, same. I'm always taking I, way too much with me, and I never use them because it's—I don't find it that hard to navigate. Like I've never really yeah, felt I've needed it's them. The fear of like what happens because that's my problem. The new is I tend to go loaded with loads of kit, but then when I actually get my stuff I need to deliver, I'm like, I—I I must have spent two or three of these missions just wobbling from side to side trying to get my balance constantly. It was mere like, because my girlfriend actually came in yesterday and she went, why are you walking funny? I'm like, it's just because of the weight. And she went, you've just spent like the last 30 minutes wobbling from left to right and keeping your balance. And I went, I know. I just, went, I'm overloaded. And I'm like, yeah, I really should leave these ladders behind. Cause I just always hold, I just hold the triggers constantly because that stabilizes you and you don't wobble as much. I might, I might just, for now on, just take rope and one ladder. Hope for the best. I've yeah. I've never needed more than one. I've I've only ever take one. Um, I also think as well, but that um, I kind of it feels like you should be able to do that. Now Metal Gear used to up your grip by holding onto things and stuff. It kind of feels like you should be a kind of subsystem in this for upping your stat, like your stamina or something, just by just by running up a hill and stuff. Or your balance or something, improving it, you know? There is hidden things. I, I can hold more weight now. I don't know how it happened. Mm. I think it's making the deliveries. You know, you've got the five stats for your deliveries. Mm. Um, I think leveling up, like, the volume one of them might do it. Mm. See, I've not even done the thing as well, because the rain corrupts the packages you find out in the wilderness. I've not done the renew thing on them, so I don't even know what that does. Oh, I use that all the time. I always have. That's what I have. I have two or three of them, and I'm always just going... <laughs> aerosoling myself <laughs> mm. and it, it, it just heals the, the package so the inside can't get damaged as easy I suppose you just heal that before you put it in the box at the end don't you uh, yeah and it helps with your stats so there's the five stats the one I couldn't work out how you get them because there's like two just weren't leveling up one of them is like literally between deliveries if people have used things that you've built so the more things you built the more people will use them chance chance thing on it well, a little bit. Um, you don't know how many people's worlds you populate. That's the thing as well. It's like, how many worlds is my ladder going to appear in? And how long will it last for? Because I've noticed mm. that leveling up the bridge, there is the, like the third level of it, um, which I haven't even bothered trying to do, or the second. It says that it will have time fall resistance. So I'm imagining that there will be a time limit to how long they can actually stay a structure. Oh joy! So have you figured out as well how to do? So see, see if I see my, I'm out in the wilderness, do, 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 and I find the box. Oh hello! Grab it and throw it in my back. Right? How do f do you find out where that box is meant to be going? It does say. It's just the text is tiny, and right. 
there are most of the boxes are material. Have you done any of the the, the guy see this is the thing because I thought see the boxes you find out in the wild right I thought these were meant to be took to weirdos in camps and hills and stuff who turn it to be Jeff Keighley and no they all Conan just O'Brien. most of them that's yeah to answer your question is they do say like they'll say like West Waypoint or mm. Wind Farm or Capital City and they're usually within the region like closer to that area anyway Mm-hmm. you know um and it will say but then half of the boxes are just materials and those you just recycle so if it's just says materials there is no location for them you just give it to whoever you want and those resources go to the stores it's so a... how do you get to the missions when you go to the kind of nomads up in the hills and stuff and all that how do you do the missions because that's what i was wanting to do oh, the... i just spend my day delivering stuff to the guys that are like guest appearances oh you mean the bad guys the mules no, I know how you like the thing where it showed you Jeff Keighley. He went to Jeff Keighley and gave him his present. And he was he was in a wee tent up a mountain. Oh, I haven't done that. No, I've not done that, but I'll, I'm trying to work out how you do that. Because it's like, there's a few, I don't know if that's maybe later down the line, but there's a few like kind of special missions. Like kind of the Conan O'Brien one where you get the otter hat. And he's oh, another, yeah. in a tent job. Yeah. I, I can't work out where you get, I don't know if there'll be missions within bases I'm... or if they're just stuff you find out in the wilderness. No, the, the, I'm guessing they will be, because the stuff in the wilderness isn't set. That that's a a, a moving, they're, they're always changing, and I think they may actually relate to what other people have dropped, uh, other players. So I think they are always changing. I'm pretty sure there will be a mission given at a base. I'm hoping that there is a fast travel system set up at some point as well yeah i kind of wish that as well because i kind of wanted to go for the wind farm back to the base to get my gun but i can't so it's uh, so, hung up on this gun gun thing um it's it, it, because i fought a killer squid because i fought a killer whale squid if i hadn't thought that i'd be fine <laughs> but see because i know that's a thing that i need to kill or is going to kill me i'm like yeah i need a gun to well, kill it. i see what he's saying you need a gun but i kind of like the fact that there is this fear because that's what the world is based on like everybody stays inside and they are terrified like there's a there is literally a thing where post postmen take oxy to deal with being scared out of their minds to be able to just walk to the walk like uh, to 20 minutes down the road like they're terrified to go for any kind of walk because you die like there's there's and there's no way to defend yourself and so i kind of understand why they've given you it's not that hard to deal with dodging the the what's it called you're just trying to belittle me getting caught is that what it is you're like ah you get done i get done because it was on a windswept hill we've been doing a 45 degree angle falling with, <laughs> with 30 or 40 boxes attached to my backside well you had you too many mean? boxes not... I, i've done yeah I... well that's the problem you know what i mean well, yeah, and that's interesting. Well, it's the same thing in Bloodborne. There was, um, there was a, there was an enemy that if you got killed to it, died to it, it took you to a whole different area, and like people missed it because they didn't die to this enemy. It was the bag snatcher guys, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of cool that you've had that experience that I haven't because I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Trust me, I get my AK forty seven and my motorbike. I'll be better than I I'll show you how to do it. Just, just hook it up to my veins. <laughs> so I, I haven't missed being the combat. It is a but very weird was, game. This is the thing. This is the real cool thing. I see when the killer whale was after me, right? 
Now this was so fucked, right? See the... Did you watch the trailer he did before it was released? I've, I've purposely not watched anything. Right, okay, okay. Well, basically in that trailer, he was fighting a bigger, a bigger creature, right? But he had a gun. It's important. But at the same time, there were these spirit Sams throwing stuff at him, right? That were other prayers, right? So, I'm running about myself yesterday going, ha, ha, ha. And then all of a sudden, these white holograms start throwing crates at me. And I'm like, do you have guns? And it's like, resources, resources, resources. Where's the guns? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's really cool that these people are helping me. But you're not helping me. <laughs> Just you survived. Stuff at me. You survived. I know I survived. I don't. This is the scariest thing. I don't know how. And that's frustrating, but it's also I think actually quite fascinating because there's lots of things I don't know how. The whole but game I don't know was how. Hounding me like I was climbing mountains and hills and like. Funny enough, the wind stopped, but the problem was the whole thing was covered in tar. So I'm like, out my way, out my way, and this big massive bastard just like. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I get to my box that I dropped and I went, you know what? If I'm dying, I'm dying with my parcel. Grabbed my box and then everything went back to normal. But the rain stopped. And I'm going, is the rain real time? Like, can the rain stop? If you know what I mean. My experience is it seems like there's zones. Or is it scripted? Because it seems scripted because the areas you get in. It does seem scripted. The areas you get into with the BTs or strength always seem to be pre-scripted areas i think i think at first there i think they're doing that to introduce you to concepts within there and i think that's why it's quite well done is that the game feels kind of open but you are being funneled mm -hmm. like if you it's try and sit map. back and look at it you're like okay this kind of happened on purpose but it does kind of feel organic mm -hmm. and so i think it's going to start opening up later is my guess and being maybe a little bit more dynamic but that would be a little harsh too soon maybe because you haven't you... there's yeah. lots there's lots see this is the thing this is like i know people are saying this, don't spoil it and stuff but to be honest there's lots we don't know about and there's lots more we still don't know about oh, and there's lots we've seen and done that we don't know about <laughs> So, I wasn't kidding when at the beginning when I was like, I don't have a clue. We don't have a clue. No, we're speculating you know, so much. a tiny much. bit more. Yeah, exactly, yeah. a tiny bit more. And as I say, that, that was kind of the frustration but and the intriguing part to the intro is that they're just throwing concepts and they're just like, mm, doesn't mean nothing to me. <laughs> and as I, and I, I keep bringing this up, the names. Like, we've got, you're literally building bridges. You're building bridges metaphorically between the people you meet. Your name is Bridges. You're working for an organization named Bridges. <laughs> no, it's Freds. You're building Freds between people. Don't forget the Freds thing. Well, and then there's, there's Death Stranding, the name of the game. The Death Stranding, which is all I know is the event that made the world basically become non-existent. You have no, Strand. Sam's a Strand. You have Strand. <laughs> His name's Strand. And then uh. there, there, there are so many different names and words that are multiple meanings in you, and it just is... I, everything's a metaphor nothing's a metaphor mm. i don't know it, it is yeah and we've not even talked about bt bb uh which is an interesting game mechanic as well but so yeah when that controller starts crying shit got real oh man that freaked me out and <laughs> i will say kojima 
is always I was telling trying to explain this to my mum yesterday because I was telling her about the game. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I know. And and I kind of explained how what Kojima does well is he he kind of pushes boundaries of game mechanics. Like and the big mm-hmm. the best example was Metal Gear Solid One with the changing the port of the controller. That's genius move. And no one has ever done anything like that. The fact that your controller, which you're literally holding at chest height in front of you, where BB is, starts crying, literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> blew my mind. Like, it's like, this is so obvious, but how cool is this? And then to soothe the baby, you're using the motion controls and you're literally rocking the baby. And I'm like, yep. it's the perfect use of the motion controls, which are never used in gaming. It's just, and I think it's just the start because I think he's going to do some clever things with the controller. Exactly, and that's what I appreciate. Like that, that this is very cool stuff. Uh, though I don't know, like babies, the sound of a baby crying is instinctively annoying because in humans, because we, and it, it, it drives us to want to help the baby. Like that's instinctive humans. We hear a baby cry, we want to help it. Hmm. So boy is that frustrating i don't know if frustrating is the right word because the baby will start crying in a really bad situation you can't stop and soothe it so no. it adds to the anxiety and the tenseness of the situation um but i love how the, ro- the robots i love how the bts don't hear the wayne crying but you need to hold your breath <sighs> hold your breath quick stick your out of your mouth you'll be fine well, Jesus. they're maybe they're they're sensory creature they're not uh, that doesn't bother me because they're, maybe they just they don't have ear they don't audio there's no audio waves that hits them there are i i see them as they're on another dimensional plane and mm. the well the thing about the bt the bbs is fucking weird as well how they're all hooked up to a dead mother oh yeah that's sad it's like what the fuck and then like el Gator, el toro's got a right raging hard on to fucking kill it, isn't he? Ah, it's no working, we'll burn it. <laughs> what? What? Ah, we're just going to kill it. Don't worry, we'll get you a new one. We'll, we'll get it We'll get it for Amazon. It'll be only a couple... Don't worry, you'll deliver your own, BB. Don't worry, we'll get them to send it to you. It's like, Jesus, God, but he's he's totally wanting to kill that thing day one. And it's just like, whoa, put away the knives, you know what I mean? Steady. Yeah, it's but, a, um, I don't know if you've um, you get messages from people that you interact with at the different way stations and yeah, well, emails and stuff. I've no really because the text is so small on my TV. I've not really sat and read any of them. There is a little too much to read, but you actually get quite a lot of backstory and kind of flavor, and it's actually done reasonably well because it is like in Outer Worlds. I'm playing that, and there's so much reading, and I just do not care. Like I'm not reading. I'm not reading anything. I barely read the conversations I have with the people I'm talking to because it's just boring. Whereas this. It feels intriguing enough that I kind of want to. A few of them I've skim read, and if, depending on the subject line, I'm like, okay, this is nothing important. It's just a game mechanic they're trying to teach me. But there is actually a lot of info in there, um, and yeah, it's pretty intense. This whole and interesting enough because you're a, you're a unique person. You're a dooms, which is a dumb, mm. a weird term anyway. We're well, just like a mutant, aren't you? Or that's what I take it as like you've got a mutation. Yes. That makes you Um You can see you can special. sense the the BTs. I but you can't see them, but 
there's people with dooms that can see them. Yes. Uh, and I think, I don't know. I'm imagining we'll, Who knows? I imagine we'll Who level knows? up at some point, is my guess. Yeah. Because they talked yeah. about at levels as well, like right at the start of the game, like the first day you meet. Yeah. Like, what level are you in here? Like, what are you talking about? And then she explains how there's different levels of dooms. <laughs> like, it's in the first 30 seconds of the game. Uh, yeah. After she makes you mess up your bike. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, don't quite get her as well. She's a bit. I, I don't understand her as well. No. She teleports. She, she can teleport. Yeah, like you're driving, and you see, she just instantly teleports away the minute you touch her, and then she appears, and she te- she tell she's got the tele- ability of teleportation, and I'm like, oh. yeah, I've 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 seen her once since. Um, then I've seen her in a dream, I think, or something. But um, I seen. What was I saying? Yeah, but yeah, like with dooms, usually you can't use BBs because it creates too much tension between the two of them, or whatever. Mm. Whereas for some reason, this BB and you can. So the more times you rest, the more story you get from the BB. Like, I don't know, obviously you've seen I some of those. His memories are, you're seeing his memories as yours, aren't you? Yeah, well, what's interesting is that uh, potentially you could miss a lot if you just didn't rest, because you don't have to rest. Hmm. You'd miss all that. So the more you do, the more you get. Like, because there's quite a famous person you see in his dreams, don't you? Yeah, so I find that quite a fascinating thing, is that there is there are some things that you could miss quite easily in this game hmm. but i'm sure they'll find a way to make it enough times that you will get the base information but i'm wondering if you it's the same with middle gear solid 5 there if you go into certain rooms on your base if you didn't go there enough you miss complete story beats that are huge to the main the main kind of point and concept of this game can, hmm. can be completely missed and so i'm feeling that there's gonna be a, quite a bit of that in in this game well, now we have it, we can now say it's a thing. I still don't know what kind of game it is, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I it's... I said that to the to the guy when I picking up the game at the game store. And I didn't he didn't understand what I meant? I'm like, I was picking up the game. And I said I still don't know what this game is. He's like, oh, it's just like a uh, open world Breath of the Wild with delivering packages. I'm like, yeah, that's no, that's still not what the game is. That's kind of the mechanics, yeah. but. <laughs> That's you giving me a pH test baseline of what you think it is, so I don't feel panicky buying it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was quite amusing. Uh, it's nothing like Breath of the Wild, other than the fact that there's grass everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could climb more. It could, it could happen. It could happen. Well, no, I don't. I've... <laughs> the traversal is, it seems like you can go anywhere, but there are limits to... It feels like it's an open yeah. square well, you you're scan, in. It's like when you scan, your scan gives you kind of like the the, the the traffic light code into it. It's like ambers yes. terrain that's slippy, reds terrain you can't do. But then there's red like potted around. So if you walk into that little stone, you can trip without realizing if you're mm. scanning. But like I, um, like I went to an area and I want to go back to a previous one and the path I came in was kind of like the bottom of a triangle shape, whereas the, where I wanted to go was at the top of a triangle. So I thought, I'll cut up the left side of the triangle instead of going back across and then up the other side. And I tried putting a ladder up on a cliff wall and it wasn't very high. And it's like, you're out of boundaries. You can't. So like, oh. and it was just a, it was a, a ridge between me and the, where I wanted to go on that triangle shape. But so it felt like it wanted you to bottleneck through this gorge. 
Um, it does feel like it's for, no forcing, but it does feel like it's leading you down a path at this minute in time in this area we're in, you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't know if it'll maybe open up once. Because this is the thing as well. You could find that this is just a 10-hour tutorial. I believe it is. My guess is it's going to be. And it's going to throw the doors wide open, maybe 10, 15 hours down the line. Uh, the game gets good after 15 hours. This thing, yeah, I, I, I'm expecting all. Like, I haven't I haven't hit that door. Like, I, so I can't spoil. This is all speculation, no spoiling. Is I, I get, I'm guessing the gameplay will change, and my bet is that it will probably change twice, is my bet from Kojima. Mm, At least twice. Space Invaders coin. I, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. So, yeah, um, odds are if you playing it just now, you, if you've got an interest in it, you'll have it. Uh, if you don't have it, you've probably got a PC uh, and you're waiting for next year. Um, and that's about it, I think, for what we can say on it right now, isn't it? The menus suck. Yeah, well, that's a given, but we've spoke about that. Text is too small and it is kind of a menu within a menu within a menu within a menu within a menu. That's why the golden button is hot X for everything. Well, Just that's what bugs me. me up with ladders. The, the, who does... the ladders in the shop. Well, that's why you have so many ladders. It took me about four missions to realise when it pops up, they aren't giving you those resources. They're just giving you a chance to build those resources before you head out. <laughs> it's Alright, like, so I'm just building ladders? Yeah, they don't give you resources. Sometimes they have, but most of the time when it pops up after sticking the mission and it's got a list of different resources, that's that's you having a chance to build stuff. Fantastic. And who decided that pushing X is the way to select things and holding X is the way to confirm. Yeah. Like it's the same yeah. damn button. Just use the start button as the confirm or square is the launch mission. Like I just, the amount of times I've, ca- I've gone and built everything and equipped everything how I thought. And I've gone, left the building and gone and I'm like, Oh wait, I didn't actually, I canceled that by accident <laughs> and I had to go back in and then reselect everything. Cause yeah, the menus are bad, and having to hold X to confirm, and after pushing X to select, is all very strange. Yeah, this still a game. Eh? All in all, <laughs> all in all, I'm actually quite pleasantly surprised. I was expecting to be reasonably well let down, but I'm enjoying it well enough. Well, it's definitely going to be one we're going to come back to for the next couple of episodes I think I don't think this one's gonna oh we'll be talking this one for a while put itself to bed anytime soon so uh, as the World Cup the Rugby World Cup ends the Death Stranded begins epic saga rolls into town and we'll have uh, updates on how we're how we're doing in it because yeah it's definitely got legs (laughs) so yeah I think that covers our first impressions of it pretty robustly do you think yeah i do agree <laughs> um and with so many other games on the horizon just now uh, it's got a bit of a fight on its hands to keep us focused but it might it might not but it might yeah um so other than that have you got anything else you want to bring to the table tonight no i think we should stop talking <laughs> yeah and go and play insert brand new game here uh 
<laughs> so, yeah, um, you want to do domestics since you're the man who knows things that I don't know? Yep. Uh, Web can, addresses and stuff? Yep, you can find our podcast on Twitter at darkinsightpod or darkinsight.net. Uh, we will strive to be more active on the Twitter. We haven't been very good recently, <laughs> but we will try try to be. And you can find me at vadervanodin.com. And you can find me at Furious, uh, I've had too many short shortbirds this evening. Um, Furious, we are free instead of any. Christ, that was that was painfully dragged out there, kids. Sorry, apologise. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> the Death Stranded talks frazzled my brain. Yep, I can believe that. As 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 you know, as you know it well. But anyway, until the next time, keep your rope tight and always remember to smell it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll catch you later. So uh, we're out of here. Bye-bye. Catch you.